comes great responsibility. And I believe I can attribute that quote to Spider-Man, but just pretend for the sake of making it sound loftier that it came from some great old philosopher or whatever. Good morning to you. Good Tuesday morning. I'm Dayan Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports. This is Daily Shot of Pirates. It comes your way bright and early every weekday. If you're into football and or hockey, I also offer daily shots of Steelers and Penguins where you found this. And if you're into Spider-Man, you know, go to your friendly neighborhood comic shop and fulfill the urge. There is big responsibility that comes with drafting a Paul Skeens. And then hearing everyone across the baseball world writing essential poetry about the kid. I'm not knocking it. I'm not doubting it. I want as much as anyone to believe that it's maybe even underselling everything that this young man could be once he gets to Pittsburgh. We can't know that, of course, but, you know, there's reasons that projections are made. There's reasons that scouting reports and evaluations, analytics, all come to be. Skeens is supposed to be not just very good, not just great. They're using generational terms to describe him. Everybody is. Everybody is. I mean, outside of the Pirates' own front office people, and that's mostly because Ben Charrington's just not that guy at all, but they know. They know. They hear. And they've probably got at least a decent idea of what's going to happen once he's inside the system. Not even at PNC Park, but just somewhere inside the system. There's going to be a ramped up pressure on everyone in development and instruction. The way they carry themselves around him. There's going to be pressure like never before on Charrington himself regarding Skeens' ascent through the system. How quickly will he get here when everyone in the baseball world is saying he could pitch in the majors right now? Every time this kid goes out there and throws some sort of masterpiece for the Bradenton Marauders or the Greensboro Grasshoppers, it's going to be seen as a great big waste of time. And let's not even bring Super 2 into this. And then once he gets here, if he runs into some kind of trouble, which he probably will unless he's the first player in the history of the sport to not, everyone's going to wonder, huh, is Oscar Marine going to be able to fix him? Or are they going to do what they always seem to do with a good prospect who comes up and flops, and that's to, you know, basically pin it on the prospect and send him back down. You didn't do well enough, kid. Try harder. You see where I'm going here? And I I haven't even touched the bigger scope. And that's that there is now, finally, not a window of opportunity. There is the window of opportunity. I don't think anyone could have said that. You know, certainly not when Brian Hayes signed an extension. Not when Brian Reynolds signed an extension. Not when Henry Davis was drafted. Also at number one overall, but with nowhere near this billing. This is it. 
when Skeens gets to Pittsburgh, day one, that's the window. For anyone who doesn't know how this sort of thing works, the team keeps his rights for six full years. That's six full years of Major League service time. So depending on how or if they manipulate that, which they always do, you'll see him be here through, woo, geez, what's the math on this? If he's here in 2024, I mean, to the end of the decade, that's your window. That's it. And you've got Reynolds under contract. You've got, if you still believe in Hayes, you've got him under contract. you got to get Mitch Keller under contract. That's part of that window. Can't be letting your current ace, your current all-star go. Can't even be letting your closer go, not when he's this young, speaking of all-stars. Doesn't mean you can't make trades, of course. Doesn't mean you can't trade younger players or even prospects. Along the way, you can. You probably should at some point. But this is it. There's nowhere to run or hide or punt from. There just isn't. Not now. Not anymore. That's over. Let's presume, for example, that one, just one, of Quinn Priester, Luis Ortiz, Johan Oviedo, Rowanzi Contreras, Jared Jones. One of those five turns out to be a really good big league pitcher. Repeating for emphasis, one out of the five. And you've got a rotation that's fronted by Skeens, Keller, and pick one of those five. That's that's it. That's it. That's the window. The Diamondbacks once won a World Series because they had two starting pitchers. Two extraordinary starting pitchers, but two. Speaking, of course, of Randy Johnson and Kurt Schilling. If this team has three, and it can do... What I think a lot of people are becoming reasonably optimistic about as it relates to this lineup and come up with nine guys, nine guys you could fill in, even if none of them ends up being some sort of mega star, nine guys that you can fill in on that lineup to get you four, four and a half, five runs a game, and you have that level of starting pitching. And you've got enough of a back end of the bullpen, and filling in the middle is always just fungible. Don't never have to worry about that in some sort of long-term sense. You've got something. And you've got something for, what, half a decade? That's the window. That's the window. When we come back, J1Q. This portion of Daily Shot of Pirates is brought to you by our friends at North Shore Tavern. That's directly across Federal Street, from PNC Park. It's home of Steak on a Stone, an eating experience, underscoring the word experience. The steak is brought to you partially cooked on an 800-degree stone, and you do the rest. It's a ton of fun, it's a great meal, and it's a baseball atmosphere like no other in Pittsburgh. North Shore Tavern, right across Federal Street from PNC Park. Your front door. Your car. Your bike, your computer, your gun. 
Safety is a habit. Every day you lock and secure your home and everything you want to keep safe. Gun safety and responsible storage are no different and the best way to help prevent accidents, misuse, and theft. If you have a firearm, own it, respect it, and secure it. Visit ProjectChildSafe.org. Brought to you by the National Shooting Sports Foundation and the Bureau of Justice Assistance. Today's J1Q comes from Jack, who says, DK, the Pirates have had little success in developing pitchers. I'm not being negative. It's a fact. Having spent the ultimate prize now in the draft, might they consider finding the top pitching guru for this kid? Jack, the first part of this implies that Oscar Marine isn't it. I'm not debating your point there. I'm just making sure that that's clarified for everyone else who's listening to this. Marine, he's got some credentials. He was certainly coveted enough, and he's had himself some success stories, including Mitch Keller here in Pittsburgh, depending on the extent to which you want to offer him credit for Keller. I'm torn on that one. But he's here, and the people to whom he answers legitimately believe in him. I don't know that that's the case with Andy Haynes, the hitting coach. I I do believe that they feel really strongly about Marine and that whenever the pitching went completely kablooey early in his tenure, they actually laughed at criticism of Marine. They thought it was ridiculous. I don't hear that now regarding Haynes, which is why I'm drawing a little bit of a line of separation here between the two, because they'll say similar things about the two, but with Marine, I mean, they are really all in on him. And as I said in the opening segment, you know, the pressure's on. It's on everybody. It's on the first person who shakes his hand at Pirate City in Bradenton to have a really good impression on him. Not because not because you need to be nice to him so that he can sign a long-term contract in five or six years. Nobody ever cares about that stuff now. Nobody on the inside ever cares about that. That's I, I know there are cynics out there uh, among the fan base who will do that like right away. Oh, he's going to make a great Yankee in 2032 as if there are other things in your life that you think about that far away. No one does that. It's more a matter of not messing up. You don't want to mess. No, no, no. You can't mess this one up. This is that prize pupil who gets put into your class and you're the teacher. You're the professor who knows you've got to bring out not only that pupil's best, but something beyond what even the pupil had expected to achieve in the class that you're running. That's what's going to happen here. He, by all accounts, Skeens, is a totally down-to-earth kid who still, because of his military background, refers to everybody as sir. He did that on the draft call with Ben Charrington and Steve Sanders and Joe Delacari, referring to each of them individually as sir each time. Yes, sir. He's not going to be an issue. 
in terms of whether or not he's listening to people or putting up a fight or acting like a diva or whatever. There's apparently nothing like that in this kid's makeup. But that doesn't mean that he won't have his own expectations of what he should do and that he shouldn't expect to have the people around him who would bring out even more than that. I have not, like you, my man, I have not seen this from this development instructional staff. Not in the minor leagues, definitely not in the major leagues. I reserve the right, as you seem to, to be skeptical. And I'd love to tell you that in the event that things don't go well, the Pirates would make the necessary changes, kind of like what you're describing there. I don't believe they will. I really don't. I think this GM makes up his mind about who his people are. That's the end of that. I appreciate the question. I appreciate everyone listening to Daily Shot of Pirates. We're going to do another one of these tomorrow. 